In this episode of Man vs. Marriage, listener email. The follow-up to the follow-up to the follow-up to Jack and Jill. You don't want to miss this. Great question. Tough topic. See you on the other side. Welcome back to another episode of Man vs. Marriage in the Time. The Q digging it all. In the Moran family studio with my wife, Jeannie Moran. Honey, say what's up. What's up? What's up? No, I'm not doing that. What's up? No? No. One time? No. Sissy. We are so glad you've joined us today. If you have not already, please make sure you share the show. Give us a 15-star review. It's available everywhere. Your podcast are out there. I don't know what to say. Anyway, if you have any comments, questions, concerns, or needs from us, email Quincy at MVSMPodcast.com and check out QuincyMoran.com for what we're doing and what is to come. Go do that right after this show. Or pause this show, go do it now, and come back to us. All right, welcome back again. So uh, with that being said, we uh, did marriage help uh, for a listener. We did uh, four episodes, and I look forward to hearing back uh, after some time has passed. I will actually be checking in after this is done. But he had an additional question, and Jeannie and I are going to tackle it right now. And uh, it goes a little something like this from the email, and I did commit that we would answer this question by itself on its own show. So here we go. I didn't do that rhyme on purpose, but I liked it. I also have another question. How do you feel? How do you feel with any insecurities that Jeannie may have? And I, I need to understand that a little bit better. How do you know what not to say to trigger it? And if you say something by accident that triggers her insecurities, how do you navigate the situation then looking forward to hear from you um think on that question for a moment unless you have an answer and then i'm going to i'm going to talk a little bit i'd love to hear from you first um i don't even know what an example would be for this one here's what i think it is and let's take it from this standpoint maybe it's not maybe it's not necessarily like insecurities in the fact that, you know, I'm commenting, I don't know, let's say for uh, an example, which is not true, you're insecure about your feet, I talk about your feet or something like that. Let's say it's more along the lines of we've had some really hard talks, we've had some discussions, there's a particular part of that discussion that you know maybe you're sensitive to or it's a topic that we continue to argue about even take it a step further like we discovered that when your day is planned you can't handle it's not like it's not fair for me to expect you to handle three or four or five more additional things that pop in my mind or if there's a major change coming up for me just to call and unload it on you so we created like a buzzword for that situation. Mm -hmm. I know 
I don't believe it's an insecurity for you. I think it's just like a mind warp when you have something scheduled, you have an entire, you know, line of things to do. And here I am dumping something else on you. So I'm going to use the terminology. Here's a speed bump. Um, that's, I mean, I would try to take it from that angle. Um, because otherwise it's really subjective on where the insecurity situation happens. Now there can, there can be situations where you and your wife really have an area where you don't agree and it can be a point of contention. So, you know, Jeannie and I have a struggle, uh, as it were about finances, how to spend money, um, how to save money, when to spend money, etc. So when she's talking to me about, and she might just be going to the clouds to talk about things that she wants to get for the house or she wants to do for the holidays, I might be a, a bit insecure about how the heck are we going to pay for this? So why are we talking about it? So how do you approach that type of conversation? Um, lastly, you know, there could be a situation where, and I don't know if this is Jack and Jill's situation, uh, but maybe your, maybe your spouse is not doing what's best for themselves and keeping themselves healthy relative to diet, exercise, um, maybe drinking too much, uh, you know, for us, maybe like spending too much time, um, with work or too much screen time, etc. Maybe it's more like, how do I discuss, how do I have a conversation around sensitive topics is kind of what I'm reading out of it. So should I worry about what I have to say to you because I'm concerned that it's going to trigger an emotional response from you. Mm, well, we have terms for that. It's called say it ugly and clean it up. Correct. And that's part of the advice I want to give for this particular topic. Now, if you listen to this podcast and your wife does not, or wife, if you listen to this podcast and your husband does not, you can't necessarily take some of the strategies that we give you and to go apply them to your relationship when it involves a two-party system. Um, if Jeannie, if I never brought the concept to Jeannie to say, all right, I'm going to have to say something ugly and then just give me the freedom to clean it up after that because I don't know how to say it. And during that time, it was because it was a very deep insecurity for me, what we were talking mm -hmm. about. If your spouse doesn't understand that terminology and you go and say, hey, I'm going to say something ugly and then I'm going to clean it up. And you say something that like pisses your spouse off for lack of better terminology. Um, you're going to have to do a lot of damage control to explain it. So it's better that you talk about some of these philosophies or some of these strategies and communication over dinner. Or just explain in the conversation, I need to talk to you about something and I'm not real sure how to say this and I don't want to offend you. So can you let me give it a try? And then 
you know, kind of see if we can't work it through there. I mean, you can still give the preface without having the terminology. I, I mean, you can, you can, as long as you know how to communicate with your spouse so that your spouse doesn't just, just think that you're taking an opportunity to tee off on, on him or her. And then in turn, they're going to say, Oh, well I've got something ugly to say. So now I'm going to tee off on you. And then it might become a feud and it starts off. So to me, it's really, it has to be a controlled environment. What do I mean? It needs to be when y'all aren't distracted by the kids or by work or by TV or by telephones. That's why I suggest doing it over dinner. And saying, hey, can I can I share something with you? You know how to talk to your spouse. Jeannie and I know how to talk to each other. It's like, so I was listening to this deal. That could automatically be a turnoff for Jeannie. If I'm like, oh, I heard on a podcast. She's like, okay, that's it. I don't want to hear what you have to say. <laughs> I've been down this road before. But if you say this, you know, if you if, if you approach it with the terminology, and I'm, I'm not saying that you have to manipulate your spouse but you do know and maybe that is for you maybe me listening to podcasts is a bit of an insecurity because i try to change so many things or have in the past it's not insecurity for me it's just uh okay what's next okay so maybe then it's a it's more like a trigger word or it's not a trigger word it it's one of those things that i just i have to put up not a wall, but it's just like, okay, he's, he's going to try something different. And what part of this different is going to be mine to deal with? Because, you know, there's, when you come back and and when you were doing all your figure out your keto and all that stuff, it was like, well, I was listening to Jason Whitrock today. And this is when I was like, Oh God, if I hear his name one more time, because every damn day, Jason does some kind of experiment and I love the guy. I do. But I was getting really tired of making adjustments, and it wasn't... Well, he didn't do those. He does those now. I know, but... Don't don't implicate him. I'm not. I'm saying he does those things. But if you come home and you say, hey, I was listening to Whitrock, and this is what he was doing, my brain goes, okay, what are we doing then? Until you're done talking to me, because it's just an automatic switch that says, okay, you learned something, and it has to do with keto, which usually means you're going to adjust something or Mo's going to adjust something is usually what comes out of it now. Well, the, and here's the point that I'm, that I'm kind of getting to is sometimes you can start out with the end at the beginning and simply say, honey, I really want to learn to communicate better. That's my goal. So that, cause I, I think sometimes we talk about stuff and we have misunderstandings. So I'm working hard to learn how to communicate better. I want to be able to speak your language. So I've been listening to a podcast. You might think that's kind of dopey, but um, this guy and his wife have been married for like 23 years, and this is something that they use uh, that helps them communicate better. And it's and what it, what it does is it gives you the opportunity to say what you mean, and then I want you, I, I want to say what I mean, and I want you to understand what I'm saying, but it's also going to help me to learn the same about you. So it's not necessarily about what I say. It's about what you hear. So I want to be able to talk where we understand one another. And I think most of the, most of the time, 
you know, you, you may have a wife that's like, Oh, we don't communicate now. It's like, mm. uh, it's like the, the personality, which is, Oh honey, you look, you look really nice today. Oh, I didn't look good yesterday. You know, <laughs> just like some things you, you just, you know, you just got to go with it. You know, your <laughs> spouse, but if you come from the premise, because you obviously want to learn to communicate, honey, I want to learn to communicate more effectively with you. I heard about this technique called say it ugly and clean it up. Here's what it is. I'm going to say, I'm going to do my best to say what I mean. And if it comes out wrong, please don't take it personal. Give me the opportunity to say it again. You, when I say it, you tell me what you hear. So we make sure those things match up. And I want to give you the freedom to do the same thing. Like whatever it is, say it ugly. And if you need to, you can clean it up afterwards. And I'm not going to take personal what it is you say. Because what you're saying is not always what I'm hearing. And that is a big deal. Mm -hmm. It's a big deal. How do I know that? Because I've done that in a room full of my children. Everybody's listening to the exact same message. And then I'll say, what did you hear? What did you hear? What did you hear? And somehow everybody heard something different. <laughs> Is that true? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's true. It's a real life exercise. So there are a few things in life that you can't, you can't plan on. I would say at this present moment in time, society has never been so distracted. Like never. Because you have this apparatus, this phone, a watch, an iPad, a tablet, a TV, all these things are begging for your attention and they're giving you alerts all the time. So your spouse might've seen something about if you're in America, about Joe Biden or Donald Trump <laughs> that just pissed them off, depending on which way they lean. And so you're trying to talk to him or her and they're mad about something they saw on the internet. And so they're not, maybe they're not necessarily receiving what you have to say because they're not listening their all the way. Their focus is somewhere else. Their focus is on what they're thinking about. Um, like, you know, I don't know, maybe a cruise or moving to Oklahoma. Could be. <laughs> could be. Just go back a few episodes. If you yeah. haven't heard it, you'll could get be. it. So in this case, and I think it's important, like we've talked about planning the shows out um, as we get more settled in. But I really think we need to, if you haven't already, go back and listen to Crazy Good Communication, but I think it's time that we bring where we are now. And I'm not saying recycle those shows. I'm saying, where have we come? Where are we good? Where do we suck? And that's bringing these types, like these topics back. Because we've been doing a lot of where are we and marriage help and things of that nature. We're using our terminology but for the new listeners that are showing up every day, because every day we have new listeners, we need to get, we need to be able to give them these tools and techniques. So rather than being concerned about communicating and saying something that is like an insecurity for your spouse, learn to give one another Learn to give one another the freedom to say what you need to say 
And if it's ugly or it comes out the wrong way, clean it up. It's like getting a mulligan in golf. That is one of the most powerful tools that I can give you. And it's, I know that because it's worked in mine and Jeannie's life. And we have had hours-long discussion as we are learning this principle. Matter of fact, it was one of the driving factors that kind of helped me develop this particular principle. Because we had been up till 2 o'clock in the morning talking about sex. And it was like, we just don't understand each other here. And we are going back and forth and back and forth. And finally, it's like, okay. This is like after that whole discussion is done. We've now followed up. We're in the follow-up process. How are you doing with this, et cetera? And it's like, you know what? Here's one more thing I need to talk about. And I'm very insecure about this particular topic. I don't know how to say it. So as we say in the South... I'm going to say it ugly. I'm going to ask you what you hear. And if it ain't right, then we'll clean it up. And thus, this particular principle was born. So I would say rather than like, rather than like stifling your communication and being worried um, about triggering your wife, I would say develop principles that creates a place in your relationship where y'all can say what you need to say. And, and I don't necessarily mean it in the sense that, you know, you should be able to just disrespectfully cuss your wife out. I'm not, that's, I'm not there. That's not what I'm talking about, but being able to you know, civilly discuss things that are uncomfortable but having that place in your relationship where you can talk about things, maybe you don't agree right now where they're at, but things can be said, and then you can have discussions surrounding these particular topics and say, okay, I'm going to say it. I need It's my, my turn. I need to maybe say it, and I might need to clean it up. And there you'll there you will have it. And the more you do that, the more disarming it is, the more, the, the less likely it is that, your spouse is going to get offended or defensive the more you work this particular type um, this particular type of communication. It's very helpful. It's like telling Jeannie speed bump. Now her mind is prepared to say, okay, let me hear what you have to say. I'm going to let you know what I'm hearing, and I'm going to give you the freedom to clean it up. I'm not going to hold you to whatever it is you just said, but you said, but you said, but you said, I'm not going to be so dogmatic on the words you're using. You know how there's that joke where people saying you always flip the bitch switch. It's kind of ensuring that you don't flip that switch. Like it, it set something off in my mind to tell me, okay, I, I don't react to this respond. Don't react. It's, it's just that simple. Yeah. And there's a lot of person, <clears throat> there's a lot of personal responsibility that comes along with, how someone responds because there is a distinct difference in responding and reacting. So understand that, but this is, this is a tool. And the reason I say talk about it over dinner where it's just you and your wife or something of that nature, because I have learned throughout the course of 23 years that timing is everything. So, 
with that being said, you know, going on a date is not the time to talk about subjects that, you know, there's a time and place to have certain conversations. And as you go, you'll understand how to navigate that. And when you have trouble, send us an email. Quincy at MVSMpodcast.com and we will help coach you through it. Now look, Jack, if this is not what you've talked about, take a second pass at it and Jeannie and I will be happy, happy, happy to readdress this. Otherwise, get some time today to learn and understand and start putting into practice. Say it ugly and clean it up. All right, guys, that's all we got for you today. Have a fantastic day. Make sure to tell a buddy, tell a pal about man versus marriage and start to widen, broaden, and build this platform so we can help more men and women just like you. She's Jeannie Moran. I'm Quincy Moran. And this is Man Versus Marriage, the podcast. <laughs>